0: Okay, maybe that's better. I'm so sorry if you've been seeing nothing but a black screen this entire time. Uh, like I said, bear with us. We're trying to get it again. If you missed it, I've got to run through it again. I'm Jason Williams, uh, Director of Marketing Communication for Lighthouse. We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, we're going We're doing things differently uh, today. Sorry, we were technical issues, but uh, my lovely wife Blake is here helping me. I'm at my house. Uh, we're live streaming from here we're going to switch to, I've got uh, Frank and Dan and Bobby and Angie and Kelly, everybody ready to be piped in live. So we're gonna switch to them at their houses uh, and we're gonna see how this goes. Last week we had a few issues, so thank you so much for bearing with, bearing through that with us. Uh, we have a lot of churches that are all of a sudden on an upsurge trying to get their, their live streams out as well. And so Facebook crashed and I mean, it, it's a wonderful thing because now we've got tons of churches on there trying to do it, but it's also uh, putting some more pressure on the internet backbone. Uh, So that's a great thing that um, Jesus uh, broke the internet. So thank you guys so much uh, for joining us. Um, If you would, fill out a connect card. Um, There should be a link, if you're watching on our LF Wired uh, stream page, there's a a link there when you came to it, it asked you to fill it out. There's a link up in the upper right hand corner says connect card. Fill it out and let us know that you're watching, let us know how many people are watching with you. uh, So we just, we have an idea of of how many people will reach in and and what we can do. Uh, Also there's a place for prayer requests. and if you're watching on Facebook, I'll post a link to the Facebook Live, uh, or to the Connect card on there, so you guys can do that. Um, please fill that out. Um, other than that, let's see how this works. Bear with this. Um, it, it's gonna be funky. So, I think first of all, we're gonna, he, let's hear about some things that, that, that Lighthouse has been doing in the community uh, the past couple weeks. We're gonna try to get Dan. Uh, he's at his house, live, streaming from there. So let's try to get Dan. Let's switch over there.
1: Thank you, Jason and good morning everybody. Hey, can I uh, share with you a pet peeve of mine? It's a small little phrase that gets thrown around all the time now thanks to the coronavirus. It's the phrase social distancing. I hate that term. We are the church, a community of faith, a community the last thing we need to be doing in the midst of the world being filled with fear is distancing ourselves socially. Instead, what we need to be doing is leaning in socially and spiritually with one another. Now, don't get me wrong; uh, we do need to physically distance ourselves from one another for this time, but during this critical time, we have got to be connecting with one another and with our community. And I think one of the best ways that we can do that is through our life groups. So we've challenged our life group leaders to create uh, Zoom life groups, online life groups, so that no matter where you are, in your home, at work, whatever you're doing to, to physically distance yourself from others, we can connect with each other socially and spiritually through modern technology. So here's my uh, challenge for you. Would you sign up for one of our online Zoom life groups? Just email me at dmorris at If I can say that. Just email me at dmorris at lfwired.org. And I'll connect you with a life group that is meeting at a time that's convenient for you. Yes, it'll be a challenge, yes, there'll be some difficulties, but once you get the hang of meeting together, it just seems so natural. Just this last Wednesday night, our life group met together, and at first it was challenging. People struggled to get signed on and to get their cameras going and to get the sound just right and, and all. There were all kinds of difficulties, but I tell you, after, after a few minutes, um, we had the best of times. We, we, we laughed at each other a little bit, and we laughed with each other a whole bunch, and then we had some sweet prayer time together. Such a simple thing to be able to connect with each other live and face to face, even while we're physically distancing ourselves from one another. So please, won't you join in with other people and and grow spiritually during this time? Thank you. Take it away, Bobby.
2: Thank you, Dan. Over the last few weeks, we've connected with our community in new and exciting ways. One being the Facebook Live prayer time that we do virtually but also we've been connecting in new ways physically. The church family has been dropping off food at the church and then we use the money that you give to supplement that food and take it to needy families at different schools around our area. So we are connecting in new ways to help support people in need. We thank you for your generosity. We thank you for your faithfulness and bringing the food by and making donations. And it is so important that we continue to do that to find new ways to reach the community so that we can be the love of Christ to them during this difficult time. So thank you for your gifts. You can give online, you can give through the app. It's just real easy to do. And it just. Is multiplied and reaches more people through that faithfulness so we thank you and just uh, encourage you to continue your generosity in your neighborhoods checking on families be the community that God calls us to be I think we're going to go back to Jason now Jason are you there
3: good morning Lighthouse families and uh, welcome back and we're so excited to see you I'm bummed that we can't be together
0: Sorry, I think we jumped to Angie a little quick. Sorry, Angie. We'll cut right back to you. Um, this is uh, trial and error again. So, thank you, Dan, uh, for the wonderful news. What we're doing with the food in the schools. Um, Bobby, thank you so much as well. Um, so, uh, uh, we're going to. I want to pray just real quick uh, and ask uh, God to to uh, help us through the rest of this because we are we're having technical issues, but I I think it's going good. So just bear with us. So, um, sorry, Angie, we'll come right back to you. Um, uh, dear heavenly father, thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you for the weather we've had. Um, thank you for this amazing technology that we're able to, um, to, to do this, to be able to reach people in the midst of this, uh, uh, of the crazy chaos. Uh, God, we just ask you, uh, we, we ask for the Holy Spirit to join us and just to get us through the rest of this and help us center uh, ourselves on a little bit of worship this morning, even though we're at our, at our homes, uh, possibly in our PJs still. Um, thank you that we can bring church out. It's not necessarily reliant on a building. Um, and God, we just ask you to guide this technology the rest of this way and everybody that's involved. Uh, and those at home watching, um, and let's, uh, uh, let's prepare for some worship. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So now we're going to try to get out to um, Angie again. Hopefully she's still queued up. We're going to get out to Angie. Uh, she's going to talk about, uh, we're going to do some things with the kids. So let's see uh, if we can get, see if we can get Angie.
3: Good morning Lighthouse families and uh, welcome back and we're so excited to see you. i bummed that we can't be together and in person but um, we're going to make the best of things. Hopefully most of you got out this past week and enjoyed some great wonderful weather and sunshine. I know I did and wow, just made a huge difference for me. Um, this is a time in our service that is just for the kids so if your kids aren't already watching with you, go ahead and grab them and have them come on in because we are going to review what they are learning in their Bible lessons this week. Um, Most of you should have been able to go onto the Lighthouse app and check out our 252 and Ollie First Look videos. Um, For those of you that may not know, our 252 is for our elementary age kids and our First Look Ollie videos, which he is an owl, some of your kids probably have already told you this, is for our littlest guys, for our pre-K and kindergarten age children. So first, we're gonna go ahead and just get started with our 252 elementary age kids. Um, they, this is the last week in their series, and actually it's the last week for Ollie too, um, in this series that they are doing. And their series is called DIY, and it's called Do It Yourself, and it's based on forgiveness. And it comes um, out, out of a verse in the book of Colossians, in um, chapter three, verse 13. And forgiveness is up to you, only you can forgive. So I want to go ahead and read our Bible verse together. So if you have a Bible, go ahead and grab it. If you don't, no worries. I have mine here and you guys can just repeat after me. You guys ready? All right, let's go. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Colossians 3.13. That is an amazing verse and it's so important that we forgive each other especially in these times when you're cooped up with your family a lot. And sometimes you can get on each other's nerves. It's very important that we remember what God calls us to do and that's forgiveness. So last week you heard a story about the lost son and it was about a father who had two sons. Let's right, show it with me, two sons. And the younger son came to the father and said, I want my money that you owe me. So father's like, the money that I owe you, well see, At that time, they got what was called an inheritance. But usually you didn't get your inheritance until the father had passed away. But the father hadn't passed away yet, but the boy wanted his money and he wanted it right then. So the father said, sure, here's your money. So the boy took off to an away land and he just spent it all. He spent it on silly things. He spent it on things that that didn't even matter. And then eventually his money ran out and he didn't know what to do. So he started working taking care of pigs, feeding pigs. And then he found himself in a situation where the pigs were eating and sleeping better than he was. And so he decided it was time for him to come home. So he went home and all he wanted to do was just beg his father for forgiveness and to say, please just let me be a servant. I don't even have to be your son anymore. Let me me be a servant and help work for you and earn money and earn my way back. But the father, instead of being angry, opened his arms and he hugged his son and he was so excited to have his son back that he even threw him a huge party, like a big one. I, The son was blown away. Like how in the world his dad forgave him after he had done something so horrible. But you see, that's how God forgives us. And that's how we're supposed to treat others. But in today's story, you're gonna hear about the father and the older brother. And things didn't go so great. And I think you have an idea of who wasn't so forgiving. So be sure that as soon as this service is over, that you check in or get on the app and that you guys make sure you watch the video because you're going to want to hear what happens with the older brother. And we'll see if he decides to forgive like God has forgiven us. All right, so now we want to jump in and see what's going on with our kindergarten pre-K and with Ollie. I am so sorry, guys, that Ollie could not be with me this week. Um, He is at the church taking care of baby Ollie, but hopefully he will be back with us really, really soon. So guys, this is the last week in your series and you've been learning on how to follow Jesus. So tell me, who can follow Jesus? That's right, I can follow Jesus and you can follow Jesus. So why don't we do our verse together? I'm gonna stay seated because it's just a little bit easier with the camera, my camera doesn't move so great. So let's do our verse together. If you want, you can stand up. Parents, you can do it with them too. And this is how it goes. It says, come, follow me. March in place. Jesus said. That's right. Jesus said to come and follow him. Well, last week you heard about Jesus' 12 special friends. Do you remember what those friends were called? Hmm,
4: let's
3: think. That's right. They were called the 12 disciples and Jesus just loved them so much. And they followed Jesus and they did whatever Jesus did. And then when it was time for Jesus to go, the disciples said, we're going to continue doing what Jesus said. Because who can follow Jesus? That's right. I can follow Jesus. Well, in today's story, you're going to hear about the number one way we can follow Jesus. So, everybody, put up a number one. That's right. Number one way we can follow Jesus. And do you think you know what that is? Hmm. Let's do a drum roll. Are you guys ready? Can you do a drum roll on your lines? Here we go. The number one way that you can follow Jesus is to love others the way Jesus loves you. That's right. He just calls us to love each other and to take care of each other. And I'm going to give you an example about how to show love. So let's just take, for instance, you were building a Lego creation. And I know a lot of you have been building some Lego creations this week. that are pretty remarkable. But you've been working on that Lego creation. And then all of a sudden, your brother just came in and knocked it over. And it went into a million pieces on the floor. And you were so upset and you were so Angry and you're ready to yell. Do you not forgive your brother? Do you scream and yell at your brother? Or do you say, It was an accident? It's okay. Why don't we just rebuild it together? I think we should rebuild it together instead of being angry with each other. See, that's how God calls us to love each other. And kids, I know you're spending a lot of time with your families these days, and you know. It can be a lot sometimes, and sometimes you can get on each other's nerves, but I want you to stop and remember, what is the number one way that I can follow Jesus? And that is to love others just as he has loved us. Well, I am so excited to be able to spend this little bit of time with you. So we're just gonna pray really quickly and um, then we'll be just about done. All right, let's bow our heads. Dear God, you are an awesome God. Thanks for reminding us that love is the number one thing we can do. Help us to love and forgive others this week. We pray you watch over our families and loved ones and friends that we can't be with right now. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's about all I've got for you guys today. Oh wait, I forgot one more thing. The family challenge. It's time to announce the winner, but guess what? not quite time to reveal just yet. You're going to have to hold on just a little bit longer and it'll be announced later on in the service. But I miss you guys and hopefully we will all be back together soon. But until then, keep forgiving and continue to follow Jesus. All right, Kelly, go ahead and take it away. Wow,
5: that was awesome. Angie, thank you so much. And good morning. Good Sunday morning, Lighthouse family. I'm so glad that you have joined us this morning for worship. It does look a little different, as you can see. I'm at home just like you are today, uh, and that's, that's a little odd for me. I, I miss you guys so much, and I'm looking forward to when we get to gather together in God's house for corporate worship. But what a blessing. I'm so thankful for technology so that we as the church this morning can still lift our voices in worship to God. So as we begin this morning, I want us to start with a song, an old song, that we are all familiar with. Sing about His grace with me, would you?
6: Amazing grace, how
4: sweet the
6: sound that saved a i
5: we're going to pick up that third verse Through many
6: dangers, toils and snares Through Truth and justice shines like the stars in all of its brilliance. The king of glory, the king above all.
5: Singing along this morning, His grace is amazing. And His love for us never fails, never runs out on us. I praise you, Jesus, for your love this morning. Let's sing. Higher than the mountains that I face. not run out and you can rest assured of that fact today church during this difficult time thank you again for joining us for the worship time and I'm going to kick it to Pastor Frank and enjoy the message today love you guys
7: hi guys hi. Frank, and, Frank and Chrissy here I just wanted to uh, say how awesome that was, what Angie just did, and uh, how awesome to have such great uh, people leading our children between her and Nancy. Amen? Amen. Well, a lot of you haven't seen this woman in a while because she hasn't been around for a while, for a good (laughs) long while. She's been through a lot of health uh, challenges, and uh, she had some hand surgery a couple times, she had foot surgery right before Christmas. She fell on her back uh, when we were in Austin uh, last summer and cracked her tailbone, which ended up cracking a rib. She's had a ton of stuff going on, and and right now her back is still not very good. Uh, she's really in quite a lot of pain. So you haven't seen her because of that, and because of the virus that's going around, obviously um, uh, Chrissy has had health problems for a long time. She had a pituitary taken out of her head uh, like a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. before I knew her even. Um, and um, so she has a, a weakened immune system as kind of a general rule of life so anyway uh, we just wanted to say hi to you just begin with I wanted
5: to say hi and tell you I miss you all and I love you all and I'm holding you in my heart every single day
7: amen she yeah. is a beauty and part of what's so amazing about her she's a, she is more beautiful on the inside than she is on the yeah. outside and I've been so blessed to call her my bride and my, my life partner in this these days. We're both uh, blessed. We're very blessed, for sure. Yes. And if you haven't met her yet, uh, this is Trinity, our little uh, <laughs> a little mouse dog that just hangs around everywhere we go. So uh, we wanted to begin by just uh, letting you see Chrissy quick and yeah. saying hello, and then she's gonna step away and I'm gonna jump into what I've got to say. So we're gonna try to set the dog down and see how this goes. So thank you, baby. I love That's you. Media. I love you too. All right. Okay, I'm going to slide over a little bit, I think. Is that right? Yep. Okay, dog, you're going to go down here. Okay, I'm going to catch you up on a few things uh, going on around Lighthouse, and just to make you aware of some stuff that's been happening. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we've had a great response to the food distribution, so I want to thank everybody for all that they've done to get the food out. Uh, we had a couple of groups that went on Monday and Friday this past week using um, food that Community Link donated. And Community Link is an amazing, wonderful organization and uh, we're so grateful for them. Now, many of you have heard that on April 17th is when Eagle Mountain ISD has now said they're going to uh, extend their away time. They're not going to start back till April 17th. So that puts it out a couple more weeks beyond what they were thinking. As a result of that, we don't really know what's going to happen with the food distribution, Uh, but Nancy, our children's director, has been talking uh, with some other uh, people in the community, and it looks like we may be able to get uh, help with some food from the Tarrant Area Food Bank, which is an amazing organization that feeds homeless people all over North Texas. Uh, But they have said they might be able to get food trucks to come, but we would need uh, people at the church to unload the trucks, and then distribute the food to the people that would come. The district is thinking that they might try to look for churches to do that one day each week. We don't know how long it will go on though uh, for. So uh, that's a lot of nothing, I guess, in some respects, because uh, it doesn't amount to a hill of beans for the moment. But what I want you to understand is that something is in the works, and as soon as we know more details, we'll let you know. Also, tomorrow uh, our school is uh, planning to open LCA. There's Nancy says there's five students that are coming. These are these are students with uh, parents that that really desperately need the childcare. So we're we're going to help out with that. Also waiting to hear about whether or not the healthcare work um, that will provide some health um, some childcare for healthcare workers. Brain work, come on, brain. All right. Um, also, just want to let you know that we know the staff at Casa Hogar uh, has been contacted, our orphanage that we support down in Mexico. They uh, are all doing okay. Coronavirus is not uh, involved down there yet. And uh, did you see Chrissy going by there getting the dog? Right? Okay. And uh, anyway, um, they're all doing well down there, and uh, we praise God for that. Also, uh, Hopefully you've heard that our mission trip to Kenya has been canceled uh, because of coronavirus. Uh, There has been a desperate plea sent out for funding uh, for the hospital there because they don't have the supplies. They generally don't have the supplies all the time. And uh, they're um, asking for money. Uh, Some of us met earlier, uh, I guess it was Friday, and uh, talked about the funds that are available for Kenya right now. So we're going to send $3,000 on behalf of Lighthouse for them to buy the necessary supplies. Let me tell you, uh, if, if coronavirus gets into Kenya, it will be very devastating there. And I know there's already been some deaths in Nairobi, but in the outer reaches where we typically go, it, it's very much a tribal system where people live in these little tribes. And if it if it gets into those tribes, there will be such chaos and death, it will be so tragic. So. We're going to do what we can to help, we're going to provide some money so that they can buy some masks, so they can get some supplies, those kinds of things that they need. They've asked for about $36,000 and, and uh, we're going to give 3000 So thank you Lighthouse uh, for what you're doing there. Speaking of that, uh, we're also exploring other ways that we can help around here. Uh, maybe you've seen it already, but posted on our Facebook page is a note. Uh, that lets you know that there are some ladies that are already engaged in helping build masks for people in hospitals And if you'd like to jump into that uh, endeavor, you're welcome to do so um, I'm not gonna do that because I would I would be a bloody mess if I tried to get needles and work them So not for me But I'm sure for many of you it would be a, such a gift to make those jump on our Facebook page and you can check that out Also, we made some inquiries about well, how else could we help with the hospitals around? Maybe we could provide a food truck some evening or someday day. Uh, You know once a week or something like that for the people that are working in the hospitals We don't know exactly what that might be But uh, we're gonna find out where we might be able to help and let me just finally say in my beginning comments how proud I am of Lighthouse for the tremendous work that you have done and are doing to uh, Just be a a beacon of light to be hope in the midst of the darkness that's going on around. Uh, I just praise God for you Uh, for the way that you continue to serve him faithfully in the midst of all the despair and the fear that's going on around our society. We need to be people who help people know that the hope that we're looking for is Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah, there's an amen. All right. Fantastic. Pray with me, would you please? God, I pray that uh, the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and minds would be acceptable in your sight because you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I'm coming to you from our, I guess, our breakfast nook at the Parsonage, where Christy and I are privileged to live, and what a beautiful day it is. So glad you guys have joined and are watching. I I just got to begin by saying I really struggled a lot this week with what to say. I I, I mean, just got to say, I was kind of despairing some this week because I I told the staff when we had our Zoom meeting on Thursday, I'm like, I really don't know really what I'm going to say this Sunday. Uh, Just... I, I, I've i been in prayer a lot, been struggling a lot with this, you know, okay, God, what do you want me to say? And so I, I was struggling through it, and through all things, while I was watching TV, uh, the Lord hit me with a lightning bolt. And the lightning bolt was probably one that you saw, it was from the Billy Graham Association, it was a, a commercial, a Franklin Graham, basically making a plea for people to accept Jesus. And, and what a wonderful organization, and uh, how powerful it is to uh, hear him, invite people to do that. The commercial has been running a lot, so I imagine a lot of you have seen it. Uh, but it's not a commercial that I've seen really hardly at all. And, I, I, you know, I had a moment where I thought, well, why are they doing this so much? And then, uh, like, aha, uh-huh. hello, Frank. Uh, they're running this crazy right now because people are searching. People are looking for a place where they can find some hope. And the hope that we have is Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah. The hope that we have is Jesus Christ. So let me ask you a question. How important is it to you that people find Jesus? Is it really important? At Lighthouse, we say our mission is to make Christ followers who change the world. We say that's our mission. So if that's our mission, it must be really important, right? Well, is it to you? Let me think about it. let me invite you to think about it this way. Let's say we've been having some flooding, which we have been around here having some flooding, but let's say it rained for five days and it was a, a downpour. It was a frog strangler. It was terrible. And uh, you're you're at work and you're headed home. You get into your truck. You've got this F-350 and it's lifted truck and you're just pretty indestructible in your truck. You can make it through any water on your way home. And you're getting close to your home. You turn down one of the streets and you, when you turn down that street, you see it's flooded. There's, there's a raging river going across the street and you realize even in that moment there's no way you're gonna go into that but you creep up close to the water and you realize that it's at this park the water is racing through this park and then you look to your right and you see a car flipped on its edge and behind that car are two gigantic trees that are literally holding the car in place and you think to yourself man I hope whoever's in that car is okay and then you see him there's a man Hanging on a limb in one of those trees right behind the car. He looks so incredibly desperate and you're astounded to see this guy hanging on the limb and when when you look at him He catches your eyes and he says save me! Wouldn't you if you were in the tree? So what do you do? You jump out of your truck You open up the toolbox that you have in back, because every F-350 is going to have a toolbox in the back, and you grab out your 50-foot nylon rope, and you say, I'm going to help you. And you you launch one end of the rope to the man, he gets a hold of it eventually, and you tell him, tie it around your waist! And by that time, other people have collected, because you've blocked the road, and people are behind you, and they're all getting out of their cars, and they come up, and, and, and they want to help. So you tie one of the ends of the rope to your trailer hitch and everybody that's around begins to pull, including yourself. And the man becomes saved. How important to that man do you think you are? How important to the man do you think you are? If it were me, I'm thinking, if I'm that guy, I'm going to invite you to all my family birthday parties. I'm gonna invite you over for Thanksgiving dinner, for Christmas dinner. I'm gonna go take you to Ranger games. You're gonna be my best friend for the rest of my life because you saved my life. Wouldn't that be true of us? Is what we do all that important in the church? Most of you were once clinging to a limb and the raging waters were going on around you and Jesus, saved you when no one else could. Some of you may be watching this today because you're curious and you know in here that you're still clinging to that limb, that that you've gotten yourself into a terrible predicament and you don't know where to go. And you're asking yourself that question that the man would do on the limb, who's gonna save me? Please, save me. Why is our mission so important? It's because there are people all around us that are stuck in limbs everywhere you go. And oh, they don't look like limbs. They are things like money or power or sex or a bigger house or a bigger car or a bigger game system or you name it. These are the limbs that we often attach ourselves to because we think they bring meaning to our lives. And many of us, maybe some of you watching today, Know what it's like to be stuck on a limb on a tree with the raging waters around. The Bible makes it very clear that we are all created to be in relationship with God, but we can't have that relationship without making Jesus the Lord of our lives. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Some of you watching may consider yourself an atheist, meaning you don't believe in God. Others may be agnostic. You say, well, I don't really know that there is a God, but I'm not going to say there isn't a God. I'm kind of on the fence on that. I read a wonderful story uh, that you can read on my Facebook page that was sent to me by somebody in our church about a doctor over in Italy who was an atheist. And he's been engaged in the fight against the coronavirus for the last three weeks in Italy. You know how it's been so terrible there. And as a result of his struggle, This doctor, who was an atheist, is now a follower of Jesus. Can you say amen? How cool is that? And it's because he became so desperate that he realized he didn't have any hope. And he latched on to the only hope that he could find, the only hope that can carry us through times like this, the hope that is Jesus. It's it's why the church is so important. Because not just the times like this, but all year through, we need to remember that there are plenty of people who are saying there is no God, but they're looking for hope. And you have the answers to what they're looking for by helping them learn about the person of Jesus Christ. Now people who don't believe in God, they don't believe in creation, right? We say creation is about God creating, but atheists don't believe in God. They believe in the Big Bang Theory, not the TV show, but you know, the scientific theory that basically says that when you, when scientists look at this at the universe and they study it, they can apply mathematical principles to the way that the objects are moving away from each other and they can extrapolate from that uh, the beginning of it all. In other words, if you're looking and you're seeing everything moving in one particular direction using uh, computers and mathematical formulas, you can extrapolate it down. And What they say is that when you, when it's all said and done, that the beginning of it all started with some kind of Big Bang event that was some kind of primordial cloud that collapsed on itself and exploded, and out of that came everything that we know. Search your heart. Do you really believe that everything that is around you, do you really believe that you are made by accident? That you were created by accident? That all this beautiful creation around us was by accident? Search your heart. And oh, by the way, for the people that believe in the Big Bang Theory, the question I always ask is well, where did all that stuff come from that blew up? How do you explain that? Why is what we're doing as a church so important? People say, what about other religions? Don't all religions lead to heaven? The Bible doesn't certainly teach that all roads lead to heaven. In John 14, Jesus' friends are asking him about the future and where Jesus is going. and Jesus says, you know where I'm going, and Thomas, that wonderful doubter that we know about, Thomas says, no, we don't know, Lord. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? This is out of John chapter 14. Verse six, Jesus tells him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. He goes on, if you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Also in Acts 4.12, it says, there is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. First Timothy 2.4 says that again, there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man, Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. So let's be clear, they, everyone that is mentioned in that passage from 1 Timothy is everyone who makes Jesus Lord of their life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says it this way, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believed and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. If there are many ways to heaven, why would Jesus have to die? Of the four main religions in the world, Christianity, Islam, uh, Hinduism, and Judaism, all of those, of all those major world religions, only one has an individual within their religious tradition who made the claim that they were actually God. Jesus was the one who made that claim. Jesus lived, he died, a horrible death. Uh, he rose from the dead and in fact after he rose from the dead over 500 people were witnesses to his real life existence after that. And then after almost 50 days Jesus ascended on the clouds and disappeared so that we might all be able to have a relationship with him through the power of God's Spirit. Unlike Christianity, all other religions teach that what gets you in a relationship with God is what you do. Christianity says you can't do enough. You can't be good enough. Think about yourself. If you ask yourself the question, am I good enough to be in relationship with God, the creator of everything? Heck no. Not you, not me, not anybody. We're not good enough. You can't buy that relationship. So God provided the way, the one way for us, Jesus. And, In case you're not aware, this all roads lead to heaven discussion is called universalism. And universalism essentially says everybody's going to heaven anyway. So if everybody goes to heaven anyway, why did Jesus have to die? Why does the church exist? Why do we need world religions as everybody's going anyway? You get my point, I hope. Either Jesus is who he says he is, the son of God, who lived and died and rose from the dead, or he's a big lie. He's misled billions and billions of people over the centuries who have followed him in futility. What do you say? Is he real? And if real, then shouldn't we be doing everything we can to help people know about this most important thing in this world? That when everything starts getting back to normal, although Like many of you, I'm not sure we're ever gonna get back to the previous normal. Things are gonna be different from here on, I'm sure. But it just reminds us of the importance of power and work of the church. That when things settle down and we're able to start being together again, we need to really take a concerted look at ourselves and our church and think about what we're doing and about why we're doing what we're doing, and connecting with one another, and getting out there into this community, and and encouraging people, and helping people know that the hope that they're looking for can't be found somewhere else. It's found only in Jesus. People all around you just don't know about the hope that we have. They're stuck on a limb. They know that they need saving, but they they don't know who to ask. Who do they ask? Why is what we're doing so important? Because people are looking, because people want to get off that limb, but they don't know how. Why do I follow Jesus? I follow Jesus because my life has no meaning without Him. I follow Jesus because my life has no purpose without Him. I follow Jesus because I find fulfillment in Him, just like so many of you. That's why this is so important, because people need to know that their lives do matter, that their lives can make a difference, that they can find fulfillment in this world in a way that they cannot any other way without Jesus. A couple of final thoughts for you today. I'm gonna read to you a couple of verses out of James chapter one. I'm gonna read just verses one through four. Listen, it says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. He says, consider it pure joy when you face various trials. I don't know about you but I can honestly say that I haven't thought too much about a lot of joy in my life over the last couple of weeks and I think that's probably part of why I was struggling this past week I was letting the circumstances of my life creep in on me and take away the joy in my heart that is Jesus James says consider joy when you face various trials a trial is something that God sends our way to make us stronger to develop us, to strengthen us. It's like a bird uh, testing his wings or a little child testing his legs, learning how to walk. Uh, You remember when Israel finally got to the promised land and finally were able to go into the promised land, God did not remove the people from inside the promised land so that Israel might be tested. In other words, let's see how strong they are to be able to withstand what's going on. Let's see if they're really following me. And this, you understand, a a trial is very much different from a temptation. A temptation is something that we get drawn to from our own selfish needs. Or it's something that the evil one might present to us, put in front of us to try to pull us away. But a trial is not that. A trial is not a temptation. A trial is something sent from God to help us get stronger in order to mature. And let me speak for a moment that, from my perspective, this coronavirus is not something that God willed upon us, that God did, didn't just move his hand and say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this pestilence on the earth at this time. It's my con- firm conviction that this, like other all other natural disasters in our world, are not caused by God, they're they are caused by the sin, the imperfect nature of our world, the imperfect nature of me. I, I don't believe for a moment that the cancer that I have wrestled with was from God, but I also very clearly believe that the things that God did in me when I struggled with the cancer have made me stronger. Just like a year ago when I was struggling through my darkness after my radiation treatment and the surgery that I had to have, it was such a dark time. I've said it many, many times to you, but let's be clear, God used that. God didn't will it on me, but God used it to make me stronger. God, wants to equip you and I so that we might be stronger. And we're facing a lot of trials right now. Some of your parents are going crazy with your kids in the house, and your kids are going crazy because they're in the house and they're around you all the time. Oh, the, the list of trials that are going on right now are incredible. I pray that you would listen for the Lord in these times and begin to learn to listen more to the Lord and that you would lean into him and that in that leaning, you would recognize that you are becoming stronger because God is making you more mature. God wants to equip you and me for the future challenges of our lives. And right now, everything seems to be off balance. James says, persevere. And this Greek word is dekimion. And and some of you know dekimion because one of the kids in our church, one of the families in our church has a son named dekimion. Dekimion, I hope you're watching today. Hope you're doing great. Uh, My son, what a beautiful boy and family. Persevere. Be strong in your faith in these days. The Lord pulled you from death. He saved you. Stay strong in your faith. James says when you persevere, it helps you mature. It makes you complete. It makes you so complete you lack nothing. And and don't you and I want to be like that? A lot of the things that you're fighting right now the trials that you're facing right now, loss of a job, fear of health problems, money concerns, all of it, God will use all of it to make you stronger. Just persevere. You gotta stand on your faith. You gotta believe what you say you believe. It can't just be here, it's gotta be here. The Bible is filled with stories of people who who turned away from God. And the Bible continues in those stories to show how God will not be ignored. I believe that what God is doing in our society, in our world right now, is using this virus to help us remember that he is there, to turn us back to him. And wouldn't that be an awesome and amazing thing that would happen? Not just in our country, but all around the world, that there would be this amazing revival where people would turn to God and they would say, God is my hope. I know Jesus Christ lives. He is my savior. Why? Is what we do so important because people are searching for answers they need to know about the only one who knows how to get us off the limb his name is Jesus be faith-filled my brothers and sisters persevere in these days and in these times of great challenge and know that the Lord is with you and that our church stands with you ready to help in any way we can, wherever there's a need. May God bless you on this beautiful day and fill you with his peace and his presence in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Can the church say amen? amen. Come on now, let me hear you. Amen. amen. and amen. Thank you for the opportunity to share this time with you today. Now I think we're going to go over to uh, Richard and Gigi Hollis's home where cash is going to pray us out of here god bless you guys have an awesome day and be filled with the spirit of christ in your day amen
8: thank you pastor Frank. that was a great message today i'm going to end with prayer everybody please bow your heads and we will start dear lord thank you for this wonderful day Thank you that we are all here together and that everybody hopefully is safe and that we still are in touch with the people we love and so that we are able to contact them and still be able to be with them in our own ways. Thank you that um, you have provided us with enough things we need so that we can survive this horrible, horrible disease and so that we're all able to live and that nothing will happen to us. Please bless everyone who's watching this, amen.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much, Cash. Uh, Great job. Um, Thank you, Dan, Bobby, Angie, Kelly, Frank, everybody. You guys did a great job today. Um, Thank you so much to everybody watching. Uh, Man, I mean, the technology, (laughs) It works. Uh, it works until you need it. So, but I think we've done pretty good, pretty good job today. I think things have worked mostly. So, before we get out of here, um, I want to. Uh, Angie mentioned earlier about a uh, Facebook contest that we did this week for our, on our Lighthouse Kids page. Uh, every week, keep up with Lighthouse Kids. You can go to the to the group um, under our page under Facebook uh, our Facebook page. Go to groups and you'll see a list of groups there, and you can you can click in them to join them so you can keep up with what's going on. But we're doing a, a project each week, a contest. And so last week's was uh, build a fort. Um, and so we had some, some great forts uh, built and, and uploaded pictures. This week, it was to, to recreate your favorite Bible story. And so uh, we had several submissions. So go check them all out. But it was using Legos or blocks or whatever crafty stuff you could think of. Um, and so this week's winner, uh, after just a crazy voting process, goes to... I can't drum roll. Uh the Delario family. So I think we've got a couple pictures, but Carson and Landon. Um, I'm that yeah, throw one up there. So Carson and Landon, um, they did uh the uh um, uh Noah's Ark and Jonah and the whale. So uh they did a great job, and so they are the winners this week. And so um, keep an eye. So thank you guys, great job. So uh this week, keep an eye out again. We're gonna, I don't know what we're doing this week, but it'll be, it'll be awesome. Um, so the other thing is, make sure you keep up with us on Facebook. Um, uh, our app has some stuff in there too, but Facebook is pretty much where we're doing uh, the majority of stuff. And so um, every day we have a 6 p.m. prayer alarm that we're doing that we're having different people read live. And so you never know who you're going to get. Connie uh, Hearn, our women's ministry director, did a wonderful job the other night doing hers. Um, and so you never know who you're going to get. So pop in at 6 o'clock. Uh, on the lighthouse page when you're watching something live there's a there's a bell there that you can click uh, to stay notified when we do things Uh, we're also streaming live on youtube as well so uh, we're going to put up a page this week that explains how you guys can get to youtube Um, If you want to use that if you're trying to watch on your TV, if you have a smart TV, you can use uh, YouTube app. We're on Roku, so you can search uh, streaming channels on Roku Lighthouse Fellowship, and we're also on Amazon Fire Stitch, You can search there as well. So uh, we're gonna put up an instruction page this week on how to access that, but we're still kind of working through it and and testing it. So uh, also in the evenings, we're doing a live uh, bedtime story at 715. So check in Lighthouse Kids there and you can you can see all the happening. So uh, with that, man, we're going to get out of here. We're going to close it up. So if you have, again, you you guys can uh, check the comments if there's any prayer requests, submit a a connect card, uh, email us with prayer requests, keep us posted. Let us know how you guys are doing. Uh, We really want to know. We want to keep up. We want to know what we can do for you guys to help if there's anything, uh, any any way we can help in the community as well. So thank you guys so much for watching. Have a wonderful day um, and let's have a great week too. Enjoy being at home. uh, For those of you who are, enjoy being home with your families. See you later.